Hey everybody, welcome to Enter the Nerd Zone. This is Jay. And this is Pete. Hey Jay, season two. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> season two. And uh, getting started off with a good one. Yeah. Uh, starting off with a topic I think we know really well, professional wrestling. Ah, the wrestling. <laughs> yeah. And this is a good one. This was actually, I, uh, I had messaged Pete the other day. Uh, I had seen a commercial for the latest uh, WWE 2K game, 2K20, coming out. Uh, because this year, uh, in this version, uh, they're finally featuring the ladies. Uh, they're giving the ladies a shot. They're kind of putting them front and center. And uh, the gist of the commercial, basically, was uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin was sort of saying, hey, it's nice to see the ladies get their due. And Hulk Hogan's like, yeah, but in our day, we knew who the man was. And it was... Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, then Sting shows up, then Bret Hart shows up, and Shawn Michaels, sort of all like, yeah, it's real obvious who the man is. And I was like, well, who is the man of the WWE? (laughs) That's a good question. Um, Well, thanks for uh, listening to us. (laughs) Oh, we can't end it there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, all right, Jay. So, obviously, we see the five guys there. You know, mm-hmm. Stone Cold, Bret Hart. Um, isn't there people missing? Yeah, and, and that's the thing I was wondering is, you know, first and foremost, where's Ric Flair? Um, Drunk you have super. <laughs> well, you have, you have Sting in there. And it's like, you know, the game is WWE 2K20. So obviously they're saying, you know, who is the man in the WWE Kind of also saying who was the man in professional wrestling, and it's like if you're going to have that debate, you know, Ric Flair needs to be there. And Absolutely. my only thinking, my only thinking is 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 with the WWE or you know, maybe with 2K Games or whatever, like he just doesn't have a contract with them, so they're like, you're out. <laughs> yeah, right. No, you're right. And but um, wouldn't Vince Man be the man then? Vince McMahon be the man? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised he didn't stick himself in that uh, in that commercial there. You know, sort of like you know, sort sort of like they go through the commercial, then they show some gameplay and stuff, and then it ends with him like popping up from behind the table, like you know, oh, I'm the man. <laughs> you know. Uh, so before we really get into this, let me ask you a couple. Go questions. go for it. Right, go for first it. Go is, for it. Do you play like those wrestling games? Yeah, I actually have played uh, the WWE 2K series. I think I started back in 14. I played up to about 17. Then, I don't know, I kind of felt, eh, it was, they're just kind of rehashing the same thing. So, like, basically, you know, for people that don't really play the game, it's, uh, like, a lot of sports games out there nowadays, it has a lot of different modes. Uh, you can be the GM of, of the WWE or of raw or of, uh, you know, SmackDown and you could program matches. Uh, they have like a legends mode and it's like every year, you know, they pick like a legend and you get to sort of reenact some of their famous matches. Uh, like one year it was stone cold, Steve Austin. They did his King of the ring win over Jake, the snake and, and some of his epic matches. Um, I think the big thing that people really go for is the, my career mode, where you build your own wrestler, uh, the look, the style, the move set, uh, and in later editions, you could actually kind of, you know, are they a face? Are they a heel? You could do promos. 
So the big thing with 2K20 is this is the first time that when you create a wrestler, it could either be a male wrestler or a female wrestler. Uh, so aside from that, a lot of the changes look good. I was thinking of picking it up, and I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. It's a fun game. So Because I really haven't played a wrestling game since uh, uh, Nintendo 64's wrestling games, where those were like the game. You know, those wrestling games were the best games, the graphics, it was easy to play, and I tried playing, like, these 2K games, and I'm, like, lost, there's too many buttons, I sound like an old, <laughs> I sound like an old man, but, yeah, I mean, the graphics are great, but um, it seems like it's slower play. Yeah, I mean, I think, I, I would think my one knock on the series is, is you know, you, you craft your wrestler, uh, you kind of go through a training camp. And then depending on and I mean, again, the last one I played, I think, was like 17, maybe maybe 18. Um, Depending how you did in the training camp, they would kind of place you like, oh, you know, you're going to be on the the raw roster. You're going to be on the SmackDown roster. Uh, You'll be a singles wrestler. You'll be a tag team wrestler. Um, And then really what you did is you kind of chose like, oh, I want to go for the, the U.S. title. And you had to work your way up. And that's where it got really tedious because, you know, you had to win a lot of matches before you got to the title match. And it's it's just like after a while, I just felt like, okay, I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. And, and yes, this really isn't that. Like, the initial gameplay is fun. I mean, making a wrestler, choosing the movesets, the finishers, it's great. But then it's just like, I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. But how about the actual playing of the game? Like, I know, like, with the Nintendo 64, and I still have it, and I still play that wrestling game. There's three of them that are actually good quality. Um, I guess, um, how's the actual play? Like, you know, trying to make a move. Is it the same move over and over again? The buttons. Like I said, I played the 2K games with... uh, the football and those things. And I, you know, I can run and pass and that's about all I can do. (laughs) I mean, I I find that doing the moves, it's actually, it's pretty easy. It's, it's, it's once you get the hang of it, it's really not that bad. Um, The thing, the thing that makes it hard is like, I remember back in the day, you would buy a video game and a manual came with it, you know, a book came with it. And it's like, this is how you play the game. This is how you do the moves. Uh, they don't do that here. You know, there's menus that you can go to on screen. Uh, I just look it up online and I kind of like look up the online manual and I'm like, oh, okay, that's how you do it. Um, I mean, the other thing I think that's good is, is you create a wrestler and you could, you know, say like, oh, he's a brawler, he's a high flyer and you give him moves. And if you get kind of bored, you could just switch it up. Like all of a sudden your high flyer could just become a brawler and, and you could just change the moveset. You could change your finisher. You could. So, I mean, that would kind of keep it going. But then after a while, I think what they did, like in, in the last one I played in 2K17, they had it so that uh, when you kind of hit a milestone, like when you won a title and you wrestled in WrestleMania, Paul Heyman would reach out to you and sort of say like, Sort of say, like, like I want to represent you. But then there was, like, a series of challenges you had to do. And then I was like, oh, man, it's a lot more repetition now. Like, this this is getting to be a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, at least there's some, unlike some of these other sports games. Um, well, you know, they have the career mode and stuff like that for, like, 
baseball on PlayStation and those type of things. Mm-hmm. My, son, my son loves that stuff. Um, I guess it's better than just playing the actual game and, you know, okay, I won the title, yay, what do I do now type of a game. I'm so yeah. out, I'm out of the the loop with video games. <laughs> it's so that's bad. okay. It's so bad. I think the worst thing about this wrestling games would be you don't know any of the wrestlers that are in the game unless they have like the the legends that we're talking about now. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is you know um like I said it it actually a lot of the changes they made I saw some of the demos online and it looked like they made a lot of good changes like it should be a more interesting game but yeah that's the thing is is once I get going, I'm going to be lucky if I know five or six of the people on the roster. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like, who are these guys? <laughs> now, speaking of the legends, since we were talking about that, and not the DC's legends of tomorrow, <laughs> um, which these guys are the DC legends of yesteryear that are on this. Uh, are they in the game? I, I, you know, like I said, usually every year they do do, they do highlight a legend, uh, you know, Stone Cold. They did one year. They did. Um, they did the Rock one year. Um, so for twenty, I'm not sure. And I think. And I think the thing is, is yeah, they do have some of the legends that you can like unlock them. And again, it's not really so much for like the career mode. It's more like if you're putting together your own matches or your own cards. You know, you you can unlock some of these legends, and you could you could add them in, which I think is great because then it's like, okay, this is who I'm familiar with. So, <laughs> yeah, that's why I play yeah. the game I have now. You know, because I can I can play with Shawn Michaels and and Triple H and all those guys. <laughs> what? Yeah, one of my favorites was when I had the original PlayStation. There was a game called WCW versus the World. And that was great because, you know, that was when WCW was really in its heyday and it had a pretty big roster there. Like all the four horsemen, uh, they had Sting, they had both versions, like the Crow version and the original, like, uh, bleach blonde surfer dude, you know, type. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I like the Nintendo 64 stuff. I have, uh, the WCW, um, no, it's no mercy. There's WrestleMania right. 2000. So those are the games that were like the sh uh, of the time, you know. Um, I hear. You. So anyway, all right. So we get let's get Anyhow. we get back to as we get off the rails as usual. Our first <laughs> day back. Um, <laughs> so the legends. That's what we were talking about, right? Talking about the legends featured in the commercial. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So the ones that are in the commercial. Uh, all right, we have Stone Cold, Bret Hart, Sting, Hogan, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. So, who's the best of those five? Well, now that's the thing is, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, again, they don't say, like, who was the man in, in the WWE or who was the man in wrestling. Because if you're going to say who was the man in WWE, you got to take Sting out of there because his career was WCW. Right. Um, but if, but I mean, I think by adding him in there, they're sort of saying who was the man in professional wrestling. Um, and again, without Ric Flair, cause to me, I think no brainer Ric Flair is, is, is number one out of those guys. Um, which we talked about say, before. Yeah. What's that? Which we talked about before. Oh, which I think we talk about extensively. I mean, I would think like if, if I were to sort of say like out of those guys, who's on the bottom 
I would probably put, and again, like it's not a knock on any of these guys. They're all great wrestlers. I've watched them. You well, they're listening, them. so you better be ready. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the guy I would put on the bottom, I think, would be Bret Hart, just because he was a great wrestler, great technical wrestler, but personality-wise, like Mike's skills and things like that, I mean, he is way behind the other four guys here. Like now, he got better. Of, I mean, he did get better, but to me, out of like all these guys, he's like the most sort of like bland, you yeah. know? And I don't know. Uh, did you see, I, you saw the commercial, right? I, I said, did see yeah, the commercial, like, yeah. Man, he is looking old. Yeah, he does look, Hogan, Hogan just looks old in the face. Like he looks, he still looks like he could kick someone's ass. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Bret Hart, I mean, you know, he, he doesn't look – he looks old. You know, Like you said, he looks old. <laughs> well, he – I know he had a lot of issues. I think he had like a mini stroke a couple yeah. of years ago and heart issue, and you could see it. I mean the other guys look like they can get in the ring like right there and settle it like <laughs> let's find out who the man is right now. Like especially Shawn Michaels. Like I was like, man, he, he kind of still looks the same, Shawn Michaels. He lost a lot of weight. He does look like he lost a lot of weight there. <gasps> yeah, he does. But, I mean, he still looked like he could get in the ring and, you know, uh, heartbreak kid. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, I would put, I mean, for me, I would kind of put, like, Bret Hart's coming in last in that discussion. Just because he was, he was, I mean, he was a great wrestler. He was really exciting, but. Do you think, I mean, because, like, if you, well, I guess, see, Hogan and, and Stone Cold were kind of like a, um, they had their own path, so to speak, where like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels and Sting all came from the tag team world and then they mm-hmm. worked their way up into like the heavyweight part where like for the people that, you know, for the general fan, not like, you know, you and I who watched Hulk Hogan when he was at the AWA as whatever, you know. Um, yeah. But like, the other three seem to like, you know, they, 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 well, I mean, look at Shawn Michaels. He started out pretty much as like a jobber for the most yeah. part. And he yeah. worked his way all the way up. Bret Hart, you know, his dad really got him where he needs to be, but still he was a good technical wrestler. And then Sting was, mm-hmm. a, it was a, a tag team wrestler. So those three guys versus the other two, you know, their career paths, they may not have been able to talk as much. Well, Shawn Michaels was a great Mike guy. Uh, the mm-hmm. other two were not. I mean, Sting just like did the woo a lot, um, <laughs> but you know. So yeah, I'm sorry, I'm going off on this tangent. My point no, is, no. Uh, you know, those three guys they may not have the same skill as Stone Cold and Hogan, but they did. I think they their paths were better. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think, especially Sean Sean Michaels and, and Bret Hart probably had the the longest most difficult path. I mean, like you said, I mean, Shawn Michaels pretty much started off, you know, with the rockers and, and all that. It's like, almost like a joke. He might as well have been Barry O. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, they were, when they were in the WW back in, you know, the WWF, they were like, it was almost like Vince McMahon was saying, oh, the Rock and Roll Express is really popular. Well, here's like my, here's my joke version of them, you right. know, and it, and it was the rockers. And he broke away from that and, you know, worked and climbed and, 
you know, multiple time world champion. And he's probably, you know, really, I mean, he's really probably one of the most recognizable guys in professional wrestling. And I mean, he really came out of nowhere and he, he, you know, I know people, you know, reading other people's, uh, biographies and whatnot would say like, you know, he, he obviously he battled, you know, drugs and alcohol. And when he was doing that, he was like the biggest jerk in the locker room and this and that. And, you know, it's despite all that, I mean, the guy worked hard and and he got to where he is. And, uh, you know, I definitely think like he definitely deserves to be, he definitely deserves to be in that conversation. Like like, who's a legend. There's gotta be some, you know, ego there. I mean, think about, between Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Hulk Hogan, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels, you know, they really started this whole um, attitude. Not, well, not the, like the war, right, between the two. Right. The two things. And they're on, they're probably, I can't imagine, and I, I've watched wrestling over the last few months just to see what it's about. Nothing was as great as that. Yeah, I mean, there's really. You know, the few times that it's on and I'll, I'll pop it on and I'll really try to watch. I'm like, you know, I mean, definitely, look, the guys in the ring, are they more athletic than some of these guys back in their day? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, these guys are pulling off moves that, you know, 10, 20 years ago, we couldn't even imagine. And, and, and some of them are pretty big guys. Yeah. But it's just like everything else after that just seems like, it's so scripted right down to like the promos that they cut. It's almost like right before they get on the mic, they sort of read it over and like, Oh, okay, this is what I'm supposed to say. And it's, you know, all that, all that is gone. All that like drama and storytelling, it's gone. And it's like, you know, in our day it was like, there was the heel and there was the face. And then you kind of had those guys that were in the middle, like, you know, like your stone coals and your macho man. Nowadays, it's sort of like everybody's sort of a wrestler. There's really no good guys or bad guys. It's, it's just, it's, it's nothing. It's It's, boring. It is boring. All right. So let me ask you, going back to the legends. Yes. If you had a game, if we, if they made 2k legends. Sure. 2K Legends. All right, so we'll have to separate this, I guess. Um, okay. And it's a box, uh, and you can have four wrestlers on it. WWE. Ooh. Who are you putting on that box for the four? The four wrestlers. It's like a the legend. Four, the f- it's a Legends game. Yeah. Sort of like saying, like, this is the edition where we're showing like who who the top guys of all time are. Yeah. Wow, four guys on the box. I mean. And I mean, I got to go outside of what we see in the commercial here because I'm thinking you got to have Ric Flair, you got to have Randy Savage, you know. So it's kind of like those are kind of like two of the older school guys, and then kind of more recent. I would say The Rock has to go on there, and that fourth spot it's tough. I'm thinking either Stone Cold or Sting. It's it's to kind of like go like old school and then more towards the attitude era to kind of get both those really great eras. Let's be honest. I, I love Stan. Go ahead. Is mm-hmm. he really a legend? Is he comparable to these other guys? 
I mean, that's the thing is, is seeing him there in the commercial, I'm sort of like, well, then where's Ric Flair? Like, if you're putting him there, where's Ric Flair? Because, you know, he didn't have – he really didn't have a career in the WWE. He came over really late. He was pretty much done, and he didn't do much there. I mean, was he exciting in WCW? Absolutely. And, you know, I think way back when, when we talked about, like, some of the best rivalries, like we said, his rivalry with Ric Flair – in the day was one of the best. I mean, I think he's a great wrestler and he's a great, you know, he's like a hall of famer. Like he's a guy that goes into the hall of fame, but he's, he's like, he's like, uh, he's like a Tom Glavin uh-huh. where, where some of these guys are like a Mariana Rivera or a Tom Seaver. You, right. you know what I'm saying? Here's a like, game. Here's a game for you. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. In your prime, in their primes, mm-hmm. sting, Triple H. Like who's, who's who, who would, I mean, I think, I think Sting overall, cause I think Sting had the more dynamic personality. Like Triple H really went from like a silent goon to, you know, like he always needed somebody with him. Like Sting was a solo act. I mean, yeah, he started off as a tag team wrestler, but you barely saw him do that. Like he was a solo act really for most of his career. And yeah, he was limited on the mic, but I think he made up for it with the energy he had with the screaming and, 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 and pounding his chest and all that. I mean, I would, I would probably take him over triple H. All right. So who, who, who would most people take you think though? I mean, I, I would think the casual fan would probably go with a Triple H just because I think he had more exposure than Sting did. Okay. Because because by the time WCW really, really hit, he wasn't as big as he had been when hardcore fans would see him. So I would think I would think more casual fans would probably say Triple H just because right. he's better known. Yeah. This is easier then. This might be easier. Sting <laughs> or The Rock? Oh, I mean, it's The Rock. I mean, there, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, a lot of people say, like, look, guys like Hogan and Flair put professional wrestling on the map. Absolutely. It was guys like Austin and The Rock that kept it going through the Attitude Era. Like, you don't have, a, you don't have The Rock. I don't know how great the Attitude Era would be because it would just be Stone Cold. Like, Stone Cold needed that. He needed The Rock to, like, kind of be his his counterpart his foil you know and it's it's i i mean the the guy's just phenomenal he's absolutely phenomenal all right so in march when march comes okay we're going to do the sweet 16 of wrestling oh like all time yes i will put together the sweet 16 and we will decide who our final four and who our champion is Ooh, that's exciting. Okay, so I like that. I know it's a long time away, <laughs> but it's definitely uh, over the over the next couple months. We'll eliminate the top. We'll go to thirty two, and we'll eliminate the people that we want in the Sweet Sixteen, and we'll go Absolutely. from there. But yes, yeah, that's why I'm asking you these these silly questions because <laughs> um, you know I'm just trying to get an idea where who our champion's going to be already. And I, <laughs> I mean, I kind of know uh, if. Let me ask you this. We all agree that Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan are probably the number one and one A of wrestling icons. Uh, well, I, I, I would totally agree with that. Absolutely. 
So, and we know that, like, the next level is, like, the Macho Man and um, Stone Cold, The Rock, those type of guys. Who's, like, the, who's, like, the, the guys below them? I mean, I think guys below them, I think that's where a sting would fit in. Um, that's where, like, your Hall and Nash would go. Uh, you know... I, 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 would, I have a lot of respect for Hall and Nash. They're my favorite. So they should be I mean, number one in a, 1A. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, I think is I, I mean, you know, they had a lot of impact, but, you know, not a Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair kind of impact. Yeah. I mean... So, like, in that, I would kind of put them in that third tier. I'd probably even put Bret Hart in that third tier, but that second tier, I would throw a Shawn Michaels in there. All right, so I'm, I'm setting an amendment. We're actually going to do another one of these. Uh, sure. At some point. Best on the mic, Sweet 16. <laughs> oh, my God. That, oh, wow. So, that is tough because there were some great ones on I the mean, mic. Marty Jannetty was the best at all of them. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I mean, he could talk your ear off. <laughs> another amendment, Sweet 16 of Jobbers. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. See, that's what they need to do. I mean, I love these commercials and stuff like that and these games, but you got to put the Jobbers in. I mean, all right, let's do it right now. The, uh, the founding fathers of Jobbers, who are they? The founding fathers of Jobbers, I mean, it's it's like... It's uh, Iron Mike Sharp, absolutely. I mean, he he was the first jobber I ever saw. <laughs> Pat with that, back <laughs> with, with his with his uh, leather strap on there on his forearm. He you looked like he was S- like sixty five years old. <laughs> Always, uh, you gotta have SD Jones in there. I mean, SD Jones is like he's like the he's he's the legend of jobbers. Uh, Steve Lombardi, the Brooklyn Brawler, you know, whatever you want to call him. Uh, he's got to go there, and oh man, I got to put Barrio. In yeah, Barrio. That's exactly what I was Barrio saying. Barrio is just... Barrio is, and he's related to somebody, right? He's he is. I think he. Is he a I don't heart? think. I thought he was uh, an Orton. Like yeah, you might. Like, yeah, you're right. He's like a not. cousin. Like that's where you get the O from. Yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> I, I the thing I remember with him is uh, he was having a match against like a nobody so he was kind of the big name in the match but what the the setup was is he (laughs) what the setup was is he then turned around uh jesse ventura was doing commentary he sort of called out jesse ventura which kind of got ventura back in the ring to basically beat the snot out of him and it was like i just i just remember that i was like oh this i was like this is such a setup but oh i love it <laughs> bob orton is his is his brother bob orton jr is his brother oh uh, okay so there okay. we got that oh he's he has a filmography really yes he does and nothing really good <laughs> he was wrestling's country boys uh barry o stampede mm-hmm. wrestling zodiac he mm-hmm. was in honeymoon in vegas as the boxing manager Oh, sure. Uh, I don't know any of these <laughs> movies. Mission Idiot. He was the dog guy. All right, so there there we go. I mean, he really didn't do much. But uh, he's only famous for being Randy Orton's uncle. <laughs> and for making the giant O sign in the ring. Yes, that's just too funny. <laughs> that is the best. <laughs> so, all right, so let's get back to the game. So Absolutely. this is the first, like, so, you know, I've played these other games where they had, like, the... Five or six women wrestlers, you know, they had the uh, Miss Elizabeth and um, 
Mae Young and and Moolah and all those. So now this one is the Divas. I mean, I, I think this one is going to be the current. I think it's going to be kind of like they did with on the men's side. I think you're they're going to bring back legends. So you know you're going to get like your Sables and your Lita's. Like they're going to come back, and I couldn't even tell you again like who who any of the current divas are. I really wouldn't know. I, I think they're, never mind. I'm not yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, you, you, I mean, that would that would almost be like a funny game. It's like if you took the top five divas right now and put their picture up and then put their names up and like mix it up and it's like match the name with the person, that would be a total like shot in the dark. I would can have can no we do idea. that on Instagram? Is that possible? <laughs> um, all right. So going back to that now, um, who are the th- who's your your uh, on your cover of Legends fem- of female wrestlers if you're wow. making a game if i'm making a game and you want I mean, people to buy it <laughs> if i want people to buy it i mean not for i mean not for nothing the fabulous moolah has to go on there i mean she's the big flair of it right is she she's kind she kind of is you know i mean you know sometimes like if somebody says you know women's wrestling like like her name pops into my head i mean that was the first female wrestler i ever saw was the fabulous moolah um, yeah, her and Rick, Wendy Richter. I, yeah, and the thing is, is we're, 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 uh, that Wendy Richter like came and went. Like, yeah, she was. That gone. was almost kind of like a one and done. Yeah. I mean, I would put I would put Lita on there because Lita had some moves. Um, not that I'm a big fan of hers, but I know they would put her on there. Like, you got to put Trish Stratus. I love on Str- there. I love Trish Stratus. I mean, I. <laughs> Stratus Yeah, I mean, I thought she was a lot more hype than anything, but That's all you know, you can't deny. I mean, she helped put she helped put the divas on the map. Yeah, and did. I mean, not for not for nothing. I would throw China on there because China was just like you didn't see anything like China, and I don't know if you ever will again. She's kind of the Andre the Giant of of this group, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because he doesn't get a lot of respect. No, I mean, and I think it's, and I think it's really, it's really sad that she doesn't, and and I know it's not for lack of trying, because I like, like I would hear that behind the scenes, you know, Triple H and your buddy X Pac, uh, you know, like the, the guys that really work with her were really pushing to like you got to put her in the Hall of Fame, not as not just as a member of DX, like she deserves to go into the Hall of Fame on her own, and. I mean, she, and again, look, we know the outcomes are staged. They're they're determined beforehand. We get that, but not for nothing. It's real, damn it. Well, she won the intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. You know, she won the women's title. I mean, what she did was really groundbreaking, breaking barriers, and all that. I mean, give her the recognition. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I agree with that completely. I, um. You know, I can't think of another one that when I, I mean, if you're doing it now, obviously the only ones I know are, well, I, I mean, Miss Elizabeth probably fits in there somewhere. <clears throat> no, she really didn't wrestle, um, but she did make an impact. I think she was kind of like a groundbreaker herself. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of hard to argue. I mean, that's, those four are, are real tough. And actually, uh, just a little quick plug here. Uh, at Steel City Con in December, Lita and mm-hmm. Stratus are going to be there. There you go. Uh, at least, so you, I think so. Yeah. You, you should ask them. You should ask them. 
should you be on the box? So, uh, so like, I think that's didn't come out right. Um, should you be on the Mount Rushmore of, of, of uh, women's professional wrestling? Well, now, do any of them, any of those those women wrestlers, replace a guy on a, a wrestling, uh, you know, Mount Rushmore? I mean, I you know, unfortunately, you know, I would have to say no, just because really until very recently it's like the men are the they they dominate it you know in our day women's wrestling it was like it was even rarer like you were more likely to see a steel cage or uh or a strap match or uh you know one of those like specialty matches like, I like the you dog were, collar matches those were right great. the dog collar match you were more likely to see that than like a women's match and you know, they tried to bring it around, and then it became, I mean, not for nothing, it became, like, TNA, you know? It was, like, lingerie matches, like every other, you know? And it it makes it a joke. I mean, do guys like to watch it? Hell yeah, I get that. But it's, like, that's why you're not going to say, like, well, I'm going to take Stone Cold Steve Austin off, and I'm going to put the Fabulous Moolah up there. It's, like... It's just it never got the it never got any push or respect, so it, it's really hard to, to like. Well, do you do you think that mm-hmm. maybe because I didn't watch the, the the show of this, but Glow Wrestling kind of like put it like a damper on women's wrestling because that was kind I of mean, like a joke, wasn't it? Like a joke. It's I mean it's tough because I mean they did get trained, you know, and it was one of the you know one of the Guerreros like train them and like legitimately trained them because there's the famous story like the first day he showed up and like one of the girls saying like why are you even here is this even real and he put her in the sleeper hold and like knocked her out and he was like yeah this is real and i'm gonna train you like i would train the guys but you know when you watch it i mean there were some that kind of knew what they were doing it was i think it was more it was more, and especially if you watch later episodes of it, it was more like a comedy show. Right. It was like almost like a female Saturday Night Live with some wrestling matches thrown in there. Like that's what it became. So let me ask you this now: um, Yeah, the wrestlers of today, like the Charlotte uh, Flair, would would Andy Kaufman be able to kick their butt? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, if you don't know that that reference, please go on YouTube and look up Andy uh, Kaufman, the great Andy Kaufman. Um, he, used watch, to, he used to wrestle women, right? Yeah, or or watch one of the few Jim good Jim Carrey movies, uh, Man on the Moon. Yes, yeah, that was a great movie. That was a great movie. I will yeah. give Jim Jim Carrey credit for that one. Well, I mean, it was all Jerry. It was all Jerry the King Lawler. I mean, he was the star of that film. Yeah, the King. The King. So, oh, did you? I don't know if you saw. I I was actually watching, and I don't know why, but I was watching this wrestling, and uh, um, the, the, recently, and the king they had the King of the Ring tournament. Okay. And some guy won. I don't even know who the heck he was. Mm-hmm. And it was on the regular, the regular, you know, SmackDown and Raw tournament. Do oh you wow! Me- you remember when it used to be on? It used to be a whole pay per view, right? Yeah, and it used to, it really used to be a big deal, you know, uh, the King in the Ring, and then, you know, I mean, WrestleMania, of course, was the big one, but some of those, some of those other ones, like King in the Ring, um, SummerSlam, I mean, they were, they were pretty big, and yeah, it's the big like, four were big. 
Yeah, and it's like nowadays, it's like I don't even know. I'm like, is that stuff? Does that stuff still even go on? And it's like I, I really don't know. They have the, <laughs> the one and one A. I mean, they have a show every. It used to be easy. It used to have four shows a year. They used to have the WrestleMania, yeah. Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, and <clears throat> King of the Ring. I think it was. Yeah, and you know, and again, like if you if you if you really enjoy professional wrestling and you kind of like the old school or even the attitude era, what I would suggest is, you know, pick up some of the books written by, um, written by, um, some of like the former wrestlers. <laughs> well, I mean like Chris Fine Jericho, author. <laughs> I mean, Chris, Chris Jericho wrote some good books. Um, Steve Lombardi about his time, like how he became a jobber is really, really good. Uh, Hardcore Holly, his book is really, really good, and I understand why he never got a push because he he was a bit of a jerk. But you know, but a lot of what these guys say is is when you had that old kind of that old formula where you had where WrestleMania was the show that was the big show, but you had enough time in between the other like between all four shows you could build like WrestleMania could end. And you can start to build up towards SummerSlam. Like, what's the big rivalry going to be in SummerSlam? Is that going to carry over into, you know, Survivor Series? You know, you had that time where now it's like a pay-per-view, you know, or, or an event like this, like every two weeks or something. It's like you don't have time to tell those stories anymore. Yeah. Are you going to watch this new AEW? If I could find it. <laughs> I think it's on TNT. All right. Yeah, I, I want to push that. It. Anyway, sorry, we went off the rails as usual again. <laughs> so ultimately, this all started with this: the legend and the game, which I don't play, but because right. um, I don't, Kyle won't want to play it, um, <laughs> and I don't even know how to turn on the Xbox or the PlayStation. It's it's, <laughs> it's very sad. Uh, <laughs> so the five guys in the commercial, um, if you could replace one, if it wasn't Ric Flair. Who's the last guy that would? Who would be the next guy to replace? It's alive, okay? I know. Oh, that's tough. That's alive. <laughs> I was say the ghost of the macho man. <laughs> right, that's why I said alive. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. If I had a like, uh, wow. Who would you replace, and who are you replacing them with? That is tough. I would. It's kind of. I mean, I would think. I would put in just because he's also always been a personal favorite of mine. I would put in a Chris Jericho and probably pull out Sting. Okay, I would I would probably swap those two just because I think you know when Sting was huge when he was big and he was like in his prime, a lot of people didn't get to see him. But when Chris Jericho hit his stride, that's when he came over to the WWE and yeah, Y2J was, and everybody all that. touching him and all that stuff like that. I thought <laughs> that was weird. The Lions didn't they call him the Lion Pride or something like that? Something like that, the Lion Tamer or the, something. Yeah, something and, like that. yeah, but you know what? Hey, look, he he changed with the times. He he worked on it. He he did. You I know, mean, and I. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm, I'm I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm saying like he kind of hit his stride right when he really made it to the big time because he was, I believe when he came over to the WWE, they had a tournament because they had like the WWE title and they had the old WCW title, which they just called 
the heavyweight title. And he was the first one to like win a tournament and kind of like merge all the title belts. And, and, and he was like the unified champion for a while. And I, I think I would take Sting out and I would probably put him in there. Yeah, I mean, I, I will agree in that in regards of Jericho with the guy. He's again, he started out kind of like Shawn Michaels. He was a, like a jobber. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, he did win matches and stuff like that, but um, he really turned it on, and he's probably really great. I mean, he is really good and great with the mic. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and he's been able to adjust. He's kind of like, and I would say this, uh, in honor of he's kind of like Rowdy Roddy Piper, except he had more like he got a bigger push. Yeah, and I think he had a little more range like than a Piper did. Like Piper was kind of like the vicious bad guy. You love to hate him. And then when he kind of became a good guy, he still was kind of edgy a bit. But yeah, I mean, I would almost kind of like he was he was almost kind of like a modern day like Roddy Piper. And you know what? That's a guy not for nothing. You know, you want to talk legends. I think he's you know top 5 like like underappreciated legend like he i think he was just seen as like oh he's the villain to hulk hogan like he he was so much more than that like he he really really him and andre definitely are like those two guys that don't get enough we hear about them a lot but Mm -hmm. then we don't get they don't get the recognition they deserve if that makes sense i mean andre the giant obviously got his own 30 for 30 or whatever hbo thing but uh you know but again him and piper really help build Hogan. Yeah, I mean, because again, kind of like when I was going back to, to Stone Cold, if if he didn't have The Rock in that Attitude Era, like how good would he have been? Because right. The Rock was really, like they were on the same level and they could battle back and forth and you'll never get bored of it. You know, it's, if 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 Hogan doesn't have like a Piper constantly pushing the envelope and, 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 you know, either challenging him directly or getting like, uh, Mr. Wonderful to challenge him and getting Andre to challenge, you know, doing all these things, you know, Hogan gets tired real quick. So you need those guys. You, you absolutely do. Well, you know, and again, I know he's also, I think Hulk Hogan was created. He did himself, but he had three people to help him become Hulk Hogan. Andre the Giant, Rowdy mm-hmm. Roddy Piper, mm-hmm. and Bobby Heenan. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, like, he yeah, he really was. He really was kind of like a product of, uh, yeah, some, like, really good wrestling minds where, you know, I think you look at, like, you look at, like, a Stone Cold. And, again, you know, reading his autobiography, like, they kept pushing him to the side when he gets to the WWE, he's the ringmaster. And he was like, I got to get out of this. Like, I got to do something different. And it's like, you know, he's like, well, I'm already going bald, so I'm shaving the head. And he created the Stone Cold personality, which he said is like, it's him, but you crank it up a notch or two. Like, it's, it's he's pretty much being himself, just getting to be a little rowdier. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hogan, yeah. I mean, Hogan, I think, was like a carefully... It's funny, like, I was talking about this the other day with somebody, because, like, 
I think, and you and I had this debate. What? You were talking wrestling with somebody else instead of me? (laughs) This is over, Jay. Well, let let me tell you. Let me tell you. (laughs) Nowadays, to find somebody that knows old school wrestling, it is hard. It (laughs) is hard to do. But we were talking about, like, you know, and and, and we did a show on this, you know, uh, wrestlers that became movie stars. And, you know, we kind of like we kind of came down to it. We're like, all right, well, who, who's better? Is it The Rock or is it Hogan? And I'm like, well, it's The Rock because The Rock is versatile. Like Hogan had that Hulkamania personality, and it worked. But then he never let it go. He's sort of like, hey, brother, this is the only thing that works for me. And like he just never changed. So it's like he, where some of these other guys could go with the flow, they could change, they could kind of like. I guess think about their character and, and change it around. Like Hogan couldn't. Like he was Hulkamania still to this day. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he you know he hasn't changed. Steve uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He has his new TNT show. Mm-hmm. They can't get out of that character because that's all that they are. It's kind of like these actors, like you know, um, <clears throat> like Mark Hamill for a long time. All he ever was was Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I mean, Christopher Reeve was, was Superman, no matter what, when yeah. you saw him. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Speaking of wrestling, just real fast, I want to uh, do a quick plug. And this is for you, actually, and for those Ooh. that love wrestling. Um, if you don't know, if you love uh, podcasts, um, you want to listen to Brian um, Monzo. He's on, he, him and his buddy do a, uh, a podcast. It's Sports and Wrestling. Brian Monzo is one of the uh, mm-hmm. executive producers of the Mike Francesa show on, oh, on the okay. fan. And I got to meet him over the summer. And uh, he, if he he knows old school wrestling more than I've ever, other than Matt and you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and oh let my me God. tell you. <laughs> and let me tell you, you know, we had Matt on the show. You know, one time talking comics and one time talking about his career. And over the summer, uh, I went out, I visited Pete, and we went over to Kirby's, and I got to meet Matt in person. And I am like, I'm like bowing down to the guy. I'm like his wrestling knowledge. It's it's staggering. <laughs> it's it, it, unbelievable. I, I you know not that this turned into a a match should be on the legends uh, box, but. <laughs> um, you know, the man knows two things. He knows comics and he knows wrestling. I don't know if he knows anything else. Absolutely. But, like, Absolutely. my head spins when that, like, I, you know, you saw me in there when the three is all talking comics and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I was like, all right, I'm going to go outside because I don't need to be in this conversation. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, yes, um, th- that goes to our shout outs, I guess, basically. Kirby and Comics. What was, and, and, and what was. Oh, and what was the name, what was the name of that uh, podcast again? Uh, I don't know that his his name is Brian Monzo. Okay. M O N Z O. It's he, easy to find that. Yeah, um, he's at on Twitter at Brian Monzo Radio. Uh, he doesn't have Instagram. I know he does have Twitter though. Uh, make sure you check him out because him and his yeah. buddy they do uh, they do a great show on wrestling. Um, and it was he you know I got invited to this event the W <clears throat> F A N event. With my friend Lenny, who is good friends with Brian, and uh, it was the best thing. It was one of the best things I ever did. And talking to Brian, the guy who's amazing when it comes to wrestling, just like Jay is, just like Matt is. Um, <laughs> well, you guys are you, know, you guys are on my legends box. How's that sound? <laughs> well, 
Well, all right. If we're going to give out, then I got to give a plug. Uh, there's a guy I watch on YouTube by the name of Brian Zane, and his YouTube channel is it's called... It's all Brian's <laughs> today. <laughs> well, his YouTube channel is called Wrestling with Regret, and Regret is spelled with a W, so it's it's triple W. Um, he, he was a former pro wrestler very, very briefly. He kind of makes fun of his career. He actually went on to become a manager... Um, he is another one too. Like his knowledge of old school and, you know, even up until today, it's, it's staggering. Um, so yeah, head over to YouTube wrestling with regret, Brian Zane. Uh, I mean, he's very, very funny. And, uh, like, again, his knowledge will blow you away. Our pot, our, our, uh, our, what's it called? Our plug list is crazy. So Brian's podcast is. The Calico Land Podcast, C-A-L-C-I-O-L-A-N-D Podcast. Cool. Uh, so make sure you listen to him. It's, it's not only it's not only wrestling, though, it is sports. But the podcast you should listen to is this one right here. <laughs> well, <laughs> just, well, just real quick. I mean, I've, I've listened to... I listened to Stone Cold's podcast. I've listened to uh, Jericho's podcast. And... I mean, it's a lot of plugging themselves and not so much talking about wrestling. Um, so I think it's like, you know, come here to enter the nerd zone when we talk about wrestling. You know, Calico Land, like Pete said, Wrestling With Regret on YouTube. Uh, you'll get nice, unbiased, like, fan talk, I think. You yeah. know, just just guys guys that were just fans of, the, of, of this era or that era and... Uh, yeah, you get the, you get the straight dope on it. Yeah, I'll have to take take this up with the nerd and me guys because they're '80s, so they should be talking mm-hmm. '80s wrestling. <laughs> and I mean, and I and I know you know talking talking with John and talking with Alan. I mean, they're not huge. They're never going to claim to be huge wrestling no, fans. No, they won't. But Absolutely not. Wrestling was a huge part of the '80s, and it was like if you grew up in the '80s, you knew about professional wrestling one way or the other. If it was watching the shows, if it was watching. Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling Saturday Mornings, which I went back and watched a couple episodes on YouTube. Oh, God, that does not hold up well. Is that the cartoons? The cartoons. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was... I used to like the cartoon, which is... I don't know why. I have to go back and check it out. I forget forget the actor's name, but the guy that... uh, The guy that played uh, Ray Romano's brother on Everybody Loves Rain. Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett. He's the voice of Hulk Hogan. Oh, is he? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's funny. Everybody <laughs> loves Hulk. No. That's right. You, you can kind of hear it though when he talks. You're like, yeah, it does. It does sound like Ray's brother. <laughs> that, that's funny. See, they should, if they, that show, I thought for some reason, and I didn't know that, that they, these wrestlers should be doing their own voices. I, uh, they get paid. <laughs> I think I saw. I think I saw on YouTube. I think actually one of Brian Zane's. Like he did. Uh, he did like an animation damnation thing and he talked about it and he said it was it was all it was the cheapest way to do it like why pay these superstars like i'm already paying them to wrestle i ain't paying them to talk on a cartoon so (laughs) um and he said like yeah like brad garrett did the voice of hulk hogan and um i think the actor's name was james avery he was uncle phil yeah the fresh prince he was the junkyard dog (laughs) that's that's racism going on right there huh not, welcome to the 80s, folks. You know, we got the good stuff, but holy cow. Uh, I'm not going to get off on a tangent with that. But anyway, nerd to me, guys. Make sure you're talking 80s wrestling. 
I'm sure they will. They do all the other stuff. <laughs> so, all right. So good. We've we've learned absolutely nothing today, other, <laughs> other than what not to not to listen to us, but listen to other people. <laughs> Make sure you go to other stores. I mean, <laughs> this is crazy. Um, so yeah. So. Enter the Nerd Zone. We are back, season two, quote unquote. Uh, yep. I've been I've been out sick. There's been a lot of things going on. So Jay's been very patient and doing other things. Um, so Enter the Nerd Zone is back. Um, yep. And we start with wrestling as our that is our forte. Um, oh, it is. Yes. Absolutely. So make sure you're checking us out at Enter the Nerd Zone on Instagram, where Jay mm-hmm. puts all this great stuff out. Anchor, Apple Play, all these. Google Play, Apple Play, whatever it is, <laughs> Spotify, yeah, I don't know, Pandora, too. I don't know. <clears throat> um, so make sure you're checking this all out. Uh, you know, a couple real quick plugs other than the ones that we've done. Obviously, we talked about Kirby's Comic Book Store, which Jay went to, which is a great comic book Finally, store. Finally, yeah. Yep. And, and, and seriously, if you're, if you're in that area, like the York, PA, Hanover, PA area, you got to stop in there. Because what I loved about it is it's comic books. And that's it. You're not going to find games. You're not going to find pops. You're not going to find comic books. And you have Matt. Yeah. He he will talk to you like Pete said. He will talk to you about wrestling or comic books. And you know, go in there and try to stump him. Yeah. Go in there and try to stump him on something. You can't. No, you can't. He's hard. <laughs> he's, he's hard. Like I can. You know, who is Batman's he's, he's dad? Also, I could probably get him on, but I don't know. <laughs> but also too. Also too. I mean. You know, if you guys listen to the two shows that he was on, I mean, he's probably one of the nicest guys I ever met. I mean, he, you know, he asked me about my daughter, how she was doing at school. Uh, He remembered that she wanted to be a writer and write for comics. And he gave me some names of people that, you know, she could kind of inquire about. I mean, he's he's a great guy. He really is. So definitely, definitely Kirby Comics and, and just say hi to Matt. Yeah, and he'll be and he'll be back on the show sometime this this uh, year too, as a matter of fact, because him and I have talked about it, um, so we will have him back on the show. Um, so make sure you're doing that, going there, and then obviously, if you're in New Jersey, and you want comics, you got to go to uh, Main Street Comics in yes. Milltown, New Jersey, where Jay still spends his money. Um, mm-hmm. And I haven't been there. I will have to now reciprocate and go to that store with Jay <laughs> and visit those guys there because I don't know any of their names and. I'll have to buy a comic from there um, and just, you know, I'll go in there and be like, yeah, I like comics. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. I'd be like, my head would be blown in a second. I remember flashback, <laughs> and, you know, whatever. Wally West. Okay, great. Got it. Um, I'm, I'm a good faker with those things. So make sure you're going to those two comic book stores and nowhere else, even if you have to drive nowhere else. from <laughs> East Jabib to get to one of those places. That's where you need to go get your comic book, comic books fix. Um also, make sure that you go if you're in California. You're going to the mm-hmm. Lag Bar, uh, where Johnny Boy, my buddy, my brother-in-law John, and his buddy John uh, have a great place where you can do these games. Not the wrestling game; they usually do like other games, like gun games. Yeah, I mean, I had to explain I, that. <laughs> well, I mean, I follow, I follow them on Instagram. Uh, they do a lot of tournaments. Uh, Smash Brothers, which is really huge. Uh, they do tournaments. Um, Mortal Kombat, Injustice, uh, tons of game nights, lots of drink specials. Uh, I mean, the food looks great. And if you're a gamer, it looks like a a fun place to go. Yeah, my brother-in-law is the – he is the chef 
So all those food, all that stuff, he's created himself. Awesome. Um, so make sure you're checking those out. Make sure you're checking out our brothers in arms, um, Nerd and Me, at yeah, Nerd and Me on Instagram and at face, on Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. They're still going strong. Um, yep. So make sure you're checking those two guys out. And Jay's stuff, uh, you don't need to know. You mm-hmm. don't, we don't need to tell you. You don't need to know. Uh, <laughs> at stuff you don't need to know. Jay's doing a lot of the um, the video game stuff there. Um, what else? A little bit of everything. Yeah, a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Just whatever pops into my head. Uh, and this this September, I, I opened it up. Listener request month. I actually have a surprise. I got a, a I got quite a few requests and. Uh, the ones that I knew about and really liked, uh, I've been talking about, and I'm probably going to wrap it up uh, later this week. Which one was the best one that you that you did? I think the last one. I mean, it's hard because the first one I did came from uh, a friend of mine that I knew from middle school, and it was something I've never really talked about on a podcast before. It was it was about music. Like he was like, you know, you got to talk about who your favorite singers are. So I did a two part show. Uh, top five male singers, top five female singers. That was great. The last one I just did, somebody on Instagram was like, sent me a question and they were like, what is the most disappointing movie you have ever seen? And I kind of messaged them like, do you mean Star the worst Wars. movie? What's that? <laughs> no. <Star Wars. laughs> and I said, I mean, I said, did you mean the worst? And he said, no, like a movie you were really looking forward to. And it just, it, did not meet your expectations at all. And I was like, oh, that's easy. It was the last airbender. And I got to rant and rave a bit, which uh, is always fun. So you picked, <laughs> you picked Airbender as the last movie that disappointed you? As the one that really disappointed. I mean... What about Star Wars? Well, the thing is, the thing is, is with <laughs> that one, and listen to the episode, stuff you don't need to know, Avatar The Last Airbender on Nickelodeon was a show that my daughter loved, I love, my wife. Was that the, my, the Chinese kid with the thing in the middle of his forehead? You got it. All right. My father-in-law would watch, every Friday we would watch this show for three years. We went to see it in the theaters. My father-in-law turned to me like, why did they do that? What happened? They, <laughs> they ruined it. Like, guy in his 60s was like, like they ruined his favorite cartoon. Okay, I so, get it now. yeah, I get it, it was. It was... <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. Oh, speaking of movies, I, I want to just really point this out real fast. I saw Rambo last night. I hear, I hear uh, he fires a gun or two in it. Oh, it's very violent. Very, <laughs> uh, an hour and a half of violence. It's very sometimes. depressing, though, too. You don't want to see it if you're a father. I will tell you that right now. Okay, well, I guess I'm not going to be watching it. It's very, it. Ups- it's very upsetting. <laughs> uh, you have to go see it, but it's very upsetting. Anyway, no. needless to say, uh, Rambo. Uh, what else? Do we have anything else that we need to plug? <laughs> I really don't know. I think, I think we I think we got them all. Uh, you know, again, you can find us on Anchor, iTunes, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Breaker, Spotify. Anywhere you find a podcast, you'll find us. Yep. And- we'll be on Instagram. And you'll and over the next few months, we're going to talk about crisis coming up. We're going to obviously yeah. we talked about the wrestling stuff that we're going to do, but we'll surprise you with some other stuff. So make sure you're checking I us out. So. You know, I mean, I think we're going to talk a little bit about. There's a few movies coming out. That Star Wars movie is coming out, right? That is correct. Yeah. You know, yeah. so we'll definitely talk episode about episode nine, <laughs> season season two, episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we shall see. We, we shall, shall see. see. So Jay, there's only one thing left to say. I think I think you're right. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Don't sue us. <laughs> exactly.